Welcome back to Hockey Prospect Radio. Here's Shane Malloy and Brad Allen. We're back on Hockey Prospect Radio, our 2024 World Junior Championship Prospect Review. We're going to talk about some Czech prospects in this segment. Uh, so, Brad, let's talk about Yuri Kulic because it wasn't necessarily a surprise to me that he had such a dominant tournament, partially because, you know, playing in Rochester in the American Hockey League last year and then this year. So his pace of play, his detailed game, I thought was going to be able to translate over into this tournament. And yes, he was highly targeted, of course. Uh, the Czechs had a very big team, but they didn't have the same depth of really elite talent that they've had, you know, in previous years. But overall in this tournament, look, he had 12 points in seven games and, you know, was tied for the lead in points in the tournament. He was fantastic. Six goals, six assists. So it was hard not to be like, I guess, I don't, impressed isn't the word, but it was, he showed exactly what he had shown in the American Hockey League and just transferred it over and took the bull by the horns. He knew he was going to get targeted. And he knew that he was going to get double teamed in some places. And he knew that he was going to get hit and whacked and everybody was coming after him. And he still just bowled his way through and did what he wanted to do and actually willed his way into the score sheet. And their team won a bronze medal. Yeah. So, I mean, you mentioned it. He, he was targeted and it didn't matter. And that's, that's, that's the telling sign that a, a prospect's uh, basically ready for for, for prime time, you know, he's been dominant in the AHL. And as you know, players who are dominant in the AHL getting an opportunity to play in this tournament usually are going to do extremely well. And so that's what we saw with Coolidge. You know, the, the thing with Coolidge is so impressive to me. There's, there's two components. The first is that when you look at his development curve from when I first saw him in extra league in his initial draft year, he was this lanky, somewhat sloppy, still yeah. uncoordinated kid who had difficulty understanding exactly how he could maximize his offensive game. And then you look at him by the end of the year with the U18s, and he looked unbelievable, right? That's where I think he really put himself on the map of that tournament. Yeah. And then you 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 watch the transition to the A, and it's just been it's been unbelievable, right? It's very rarely do you see a prospect transition at the oh, rate he has, especially at that age. Like it was oh, really, I was I was stunned, yeah. and in the conversations we had with the guys from Buffalo, it, it's a, it was such a it's such an anomaly. So you know we're not ones to hype up prospects. But you got to give credit where credit's due, and it was unexpected. Like he is one of the outliers that made that transition much smoother than expected. Absolutely, he felt he shares it with the fellow prospect. Well, not prospect anymore. He was a prospect, and JJ Paterka, who also had a very good transition uh, to the AHL when he was young. So it, it's one of those situations. Buffalo's done very well developmentally in Rochester, and uh, I give this kid full marks. The, the big thing with this kid. Is you, you, we can talk about the skating, we can talk about how dangerous he is off the rush, we can talk about his shooting ability, how dangerous he is on a power play and man advantage with his wheelhouse. We can talk about all that, but it really comes down to one thing. Uh, sometimes players have difficulty asserting their game, and he's the opposite of that. Whatever he is, you're going to get, and that is the critical component of why I think he's going to be so good at translating his scoring rates. Right? That's the difference with this kid. He's also, I love the kid's pace of play. He's always hustling. And that's that's a beautiful quality to have when you're a scorer. We talked about Lakaramaki. Lakaramaki yeah. can't skate like Coolidge. 
Lakaramaki doesn't have the pace Coolidge has. And that's that that's a great thing for Coolidge to be able to draw from when it comes to making sure he can stay up in the top of the lineup. So I, I full marks to Coolidge, phenomenal curve, and he dominated as expected this two twenties. And full full marks to the check to Chechia here. I mean, this this is a fantastic uh representation of seeing smaller uh countries at this tournament doing better and it just makes for a better tournament this i thought this was a more exciting new 20s in, in uh in the last couple of years and the reason why is because some of these teams like slovakia and Chechia did so well yeah you know kudos to both their national programs of turning things around and really dedicating themselves and putting more resources and time in, in that and i you know in another cycle in another three years i think it's going to be a big seven and you're going to be able to open up and go, I'm not sure who's going to win. And that's great. It's great for the tournament. It, it was one of the, the funnest tournaments I've been to in, in a long time. Let's talk about Edward Saleh. Now, this is a player going back even to his draft, even watching him this year in Barry. Uh, like, he is perplexing in the fact that he's the little girl with the curl. When he's good, he's unbelievably good and talented and you completely understand why he's drafted in the first round and then when he's off you're just like what is going on it's just like he's sort of like lackadaisical almost kind of lollygagging through the shift and just sort of like figuring out oh is there anything there there's nothing there okay i'll go back to the bench and for me that's just like it's sort of frustrating because he's a guy who can put up a point of game in a tournament like this but still, you come away going, I don't know if he had a good tournament. But you look at his stat line, and it looks impressive. But you're kind of like, meh. You know, what was your impression of that? Because, and if he hits in the NHL, man, he's going to be a player. And he's going to be electric because he's got all the tools. Yeah, absolutely. so this is the thing. We just talked about Coolidge. And how dominant he can be, how assertive he can be, how he draws and brings this energy to the table, right? The Shal is basically the polar opposite, right? What Shal is is a is a very talented player who's basically in the background of games when you would rather have him be in the forefront of games. And this this goes right back to his draft season. This was the critical issue when when it came to international performances. Yes, he put up points, but it was against teams that he should put up points against. It was very rarely against the top teams at an event. That's a telling sign. That's a warning sign. And when you looked at his league play, it was similar. Even when he would score, there were, it was quiet points. He never took over games. He never dominated games. And that's what we saw here at this U20 performance was a player. He reminds me so much of Oscar Lawson. And, yeah. and, you know, I, I, I love what Colorado's done recently. Colorado's got a heck of a team. They've had some fantastic draft picks. But, and, and they knew going in, we've talked about it on this program, they knew going in that there was a risk with the mental switch that was required to be turned on with Oscar allows in order to translate successfully. That's the exact same situation that Edward Shallow is in. There is a, a lack of a mental uh, a switch in, 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 in Seattle's going to have to find a way to flip that switch quickly so that they can actually get this player then HL long-term because this, this is the player type where the talent's there and I get it. You, you can only have talent draw so far in a draft before you take it. And I've loved some of the things Seattle's done. I'm a huge fan, as you know, of Yanni Newman. I think Riker Evans is one of the best kept secrets outside the NHL. People are going to know who Riker Evans is real quick. Fantastic pick. Uh, but it, it, it's one of those situations where they're, you know, I in, in the black book, I have a quote on a Lousen where it's, you know, it's, it's, um, there's that calm before the storm. Well, what if it's just all calm? What if, what if there is no storm? 
right? And that's a lousy and then that's shallow, and that's a problem. And so the, I really think Seattle is going to have to address uh, the situation with shallow because at the U20 level, in a World Junior Championship tournament, you expect the player to bring whatever he is mentally. You expect him to flourish mentally. here. He did not do that. And this is not the first time we've seen it, and that's a problem. So yeah. that's that's Shaolin did not have a good tournament relative to a lot of these other top end prospects. Let's talk about Thomas Homera before we take off for break because I give him a lot of credit. You know, he's six foot tall, he's 190 pounds. You know, third, you know, he was a third round pick for Ottawa. He was a number one defenseman on his team, played a ton of minutes, had to play power play, penalty kill against the top lines, and quietly, most people didn't even like pay attention to him. Because when we were doing the voting, no one even like realized he was a point of game defenseman, seven points in seven games, only took two minors and was a plus one. Plus one isn't the end of end all to be all, but he was that defenseman with not a lot of talent around him. Good, but not elite talent in terms of draft, you know, drafted players. I thought he proved out and played exceptionally well. Um, and excellent in some cases uh, when it came for the checks on, uh, for the checks on defense. So at the beginning of the 2022 draft season, we had this kid as an A-rated prospect. That's how high we thought of him because he was so intelligent. Right? And you saw some of that at this event. Um, however, we dropped him significantly because his off-puck play in his defensive zone was really lacking. And we just didn't think there was enough there at the line. Uh, that said, you, you fast forward to this year, and I feel like he's he's really uh, starting to showcase a game that's more translatable. And he has stepped up now multiple times internationally. He was really good at the U18s, that w- and it was unexpected at that time. And now at this tournament, I thought he was fantastic. I mean, I think you could make an argument for a player that was really not coveted coming in. He was the one that did the most damage. He yeah. without without him, the Czechs do not do not do as nearly as well as they did. So uh, full props to Hamera. Hopefully he can carry this momentum now uh, back back to the OHL. Uh, but you know he's he falls into um, for me he falls a little bit into the Theo Lindstein category where he's that yeah. he's that uh, slightly undersized puck moving style of player. But unlike Theo Lindstein, who I think absolutely translates right now, I, I'm very high on Lindstein. Homera is one of those situations where it, it's it's a wait and see. And it doesn't have quite the the playmaking uh, pedigree of Lindstein. So similar player type, uh, you know, I think Lindstein's a bit further ahead, but Hamara definitely didn't hurt himself at this tournament. Definitely put himself on the map here. And that's, that's all he can do. Certainly. Uh, We're going to take a short break on hockey prospect radio. We'll be back for the last segment of hour one, right after this. Every play, every stat, every breakdown on their own, they're essential, but all together they're undeniable. Introducing Huddle Instat, a new advanced data platform that integrates with sports code and every Huddle product you rely on to create an all-in-one data powerhouse. Huddle Instat's advanced tagging and next-level stat reports help you develop your team, and its global film library helps you find the missing piece to get the most out of every second of film. Visit huddle.com backslash HPR to learn more. 
The Junior Prospect Hockey League is Western Canada's newest elite developmental stream for student-athletes looking to take their game and studies to the next level. The JPHL features professional coaches and skill development coaches, along with comprehensive practice, game, and academic schedule, allowing athletes to be successful in a more cost-effective model compared to similar hockey and school programs. To learn more and see why the JPHL is the ideal choice for your student-athlete and family, visit JuniorProspectsHockeyLeague.com. Fractal Hockey Consulting. Everything we do, we believe in challenging the status quo in hockey. We believe in thinking differently. We provide interdisciplinary solutions that are personally designed, simple to use, and user-friendly. Through an integrated series of best business practices, and we design solutions for both hockey operations and hockey business operations. Contact us at fractalhockey.com. 